Welcome to Garbage and Gold, the podcast that is boldly boisterous, dripping with debates and wickedly witty. I'm Lisa. And I'm Lindsay. Each week we pick the worst and the best of a certain topic and present our ideas for each other and for you listeners. Then you all have the ability to weigh in on who you agree with more and share your picks with us. We will give you more information about how you can do that at the end of the show. But before we dive into our topic for this week's episode, we're going to hit the recap and poll results from last week. All right, Lisa, in the uh, showdown of our chips yeah. episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Our chips episode. Gotta love it. That was good Remember one. the TV show chips? Yeah, I do, obviously. Or, or the Dax Shepard movie yeah. chips? Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yeah. Those were not in our episode, so if <laughs> you were listening to this and didn't listen to the but episode. But if we had been doing uh, the garbage and gold of chips, it would have been great to include poker chips and also, like, the TV show and also <laughs> the movie. Dax Shepard. Just, Shepherd. like, all the things that have chips in them at all. I love it. <laughs> Wood chips. <laughs> This could have been great. This was a missed opportunity. We really chips did. Chips are coming back. We <laughs> chips part do. So here for it. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Okay, so in the, the garbage showdown of my garbage of barbecue and your garbage of Pringles. Yeah. I do win. Dang it. I do win. I will tell you that there were many, many people who could not vote. I know. Either because they loved both of our garbage choices or they hated both of our garbage choices. Seriously. It's wild. Yeah. It was it was wild. Yeah. Again, so we've, then, we've really got our finger on the pulse of the people here. We, we do. really do. We're doing we, really good. We know. We, we know. <laughs> we know what's up. We totally know what's we're, up. We are influencers. <laughs> or we're like reporters yeah. how do we get to the point where we influence culture let's uh, is there a book about that i want to figure out how to be an influencer please let's and then in our gold in our gold showdown between my choice of sour cream mm-hmm. and yours of fresh restaurant tortilla chips yeah you do win handily Yay! Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I was real proud of that. (laughs) (laughs) You you should be. I was just going to say, like, those moments where you're like, oh, this is a good one. (laughs) I feel great about this choice. Mm -hmm. It doesn't happen every time. It does not. that was a good one. No, no, no. No, I I feel good about that one. I will say, I do currently, in this moment, have cheddar and sour cream ruffles in my pantry. So. (gasps) Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, So I do agree with your gold. I just think mine's better, but... Well, <laughs> apparently so do the listeners. It's fine. I like losing. It's character building. So, Lisa, do you have some favorite listener comments you would like to share? I do. I've got a couple. The first is from at Rem Dickman on Twitter. He said, I'm surprised no one brought up Munchos, the gourmet Pringle. And as soon as I read that, I saw that stupid bag like in my head. And I remember it from like every dollar store and every sketchy gas station I've ever been to in my life has like munchos. Do you know what they are? Oh, God. It's like a red bag. And it's like, oh, God. It's so, they're so awful, gross. It's like off brand (laughs) baked lays. Yeah, they're not good. So anyway, I munchos are definitely garbage. So good on you, Rim. And then my other shout out is to Matt Fine. Uh, He said he was talking about the Glazers shout out at Quick Trip. And I did not know that those existed, but I need them in my life. They sound amazing. So thank you, Matt, for bringing that to our attention. Glazer, Glazer donut chips. Yeah. 
I need them. Yeah. I need them. That sweet, salty. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Lindsay? What you got? So no one told us how they felt about dill pickle chips. And that hurts me. It hurts me a lot that no one said anything about dill pickle chips. You Rude. jerks. Um, so I have a couple comments, though. Uh, Emmeline Taylor 13 on Instagram said no garbage vote because Pringle barbecue chips are my second favorite chip in the whole world. Girl, no. <sighs> Respect yourself yeah. more than that. You deserve <laughs> better in your body than barbecue right. Pringles. Ew. Girl. But she did end with her gold honorable mention is a good old fashioned old Dutch potato chip with ranch God, dip. So, and yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is that is a good choice. Mm-hmm. Cosine. Um, and then my my other comment is from at Dice Sarah, mm-hmm. who said, I was told they use bat guano to make barbecue <laughs> flavoring. So Lindsay Garbage based on that fun little nugget. Yep. Yep. They may as well. I mean, honestly, yep. they may as well. It's not good. I would not be surprised. Yeah. No. Me neither. So yes, that okay. that was it. That was the showdown. Right. But um, just a huge shout out to the folks at Farm America and especially Jess at Farm yeah. America. So I got to go to Meetapalooza on <laughs> Thursday, um, which is like was not quite what I expected it to be, but it was a really cool like there were all these vendors and there's a ton of food to try and a ton of like breweries and wineries there but also there were a ton of farmers there that you could talk to to learn about modern day farming so farm america shows you some old ways of doing farming but then they also really work to educate you on new like the new things that uh farmers are doing so it was a super fun event there was some live music there was really good food there was people that i like there um so it was super dope so if you want to learn more about farming mark your calendars hopefully it's next year also meet a palooza let's do it Yes, that's that super fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was super fun. So thanks, Jess at Farm America, for that for that invite, and thanks for having me. It was great. Yeah, that's so cool. Look at you. Did you feel like a local celeb? Did you have like a like a VIP badge? <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yes. No, I did not have a VIP press, badge. <laughs> press podcaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was what was really sweet was I was meeting people and like. I met Jess's husband and he goes, oh, I never listened to your show, but I hear all about it every week. And I was like, thanks. I don't know. So shout out to Jess's husband. I know you do a thing. I don't actually engage in it, though. Anyway, good for you for doing that thing that I don't care about. Rad. Thanks for your honesty. (laughs) All right, cool. So now let's get on to the show. So, because summer is almost over, I know, Lisa, I know we are in the dog days of summer, yeah. as Florence the mach- and the machine would say. I love Florence um, and but, her machine. I do love Florence and her machine. She's so good. I always want to dress like Florence. She's and so her like ethereal and like just yeah. Oh God, she's gorgeous and her voice. Oof, yeah. oof. Love That's her. True. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Mm. Sadly, Florence does not have a song of the summer 2019. She doesn't. Um, we'll hope for 2020 for her, though, because she deserves it. 
Come on, Florence. Mm-hmm. Come on through. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are talking Songs of the Summer 2019. So, Lisa, do you have some background information that you would like to share with us? I do. Uh, for a history on how Billboard formed and how they do their algorithm and all that stuff, you can check out episode 18 we did where I did some research on that. And episode 18 for us is the top 40 songs of 2018. So you can check that episode out for more history on Billboard and also to see what our song choices were. Uh, But the research for today's episode comes from Billboard.com. And then there's an article about the 100 biggest summer songs of all time. So when we look back at nearly 60 years and ranking one hit wonders, pop outliers and funky jams, most of the summer, yeah, funky jams. You like that? I'm probably funky gonna jams. I do, I do. I don't know if I ever use the word funky like in my life. I want you to do it more. I don't know if I can, but I will consider it. It reveals how the summer season's most massive singles have. They usually have two essential elements: sincere emotion and a touch of novelty. So something that sets them a little bit apart, but also being very emotionally intense. So. The top five, starting from five, going to number one, biggest summer songs of all time, according to Billboard. Number five, Every Breath You Take by The Police in 1983 is when it peaked. It's a good one. It's a good one. And I want you to remember this because it's going to come back. So just hang on to that for a minute. Put a pin in that. This cannot be your top summer song of 2019. It's not. (laughs) Okay. Just making sure. (laughs) Surprise. I chose it from 1983. Is that allowed? No. Weird. Okay. Um, number four, Blurred Lines by Robin Thicke with T.I. and Pharrell. That was in 2013. I'm sure everybody mm. remembers that song because that did not stop. I feel like it still is not stopping. And it's 2013. Yeah. Does not age well. The does not. The Me Too movement has really taken down not only Blurred Lines, but Robin Thicke as well. Correct. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, Which is, great. you know what? Pharrell makes a good beat. I do love Pharrell respect his beat making and I like T.I. very much yeah mm, unfortunate what happened with that so yep all right Mm -hmm. number three Tossin' and Turnin' by Bobby Lewis that was 1961 oh I I don't I don't know that song at all I don't I could not even tell you a tune to that song oh I'm not I I mean you don't have to I don't sing on the podcast (laughs) the NSYNC song (laughs) shut up Thought we'd move past this. Never. Okay. Number two, (laughs) The Boy Is Mine by Brandy and Monica. That was in 1998. Oh Oh, my goodness. I am positive Mm. I still know every word to that song. (laughs) 15 year old Lisa is like, the music video? Because that was like the height of MTV music video life. And Brandy and Monica were at the top of their game. Oof. It was a good one. Yeah. Okay. It was. Number one. I'll Be Missing You by Puff Daddy and Faith Evans featuring 112. That came out in 1987, which then is the hook from Every Breath You Take. So that's that was the tie-in there. The Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. that song was fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was right after B.I.G. Yeah. died, so that yeah. was a big deal. But And that's the, that's the sincere emotion, I think, because it also has just a variety of vocals in it so there's like the rap there's the beautiful vocals of faith evans and it's just like this very emotionally rich song and whatever and i feel like you could use it for lots of different scenarios so i think think that's why it's up there but yeah that's number one wow Mm -hmm. that doesn't feel very for me i guess i always assume that summer songs are going to be like they have a certain kind of lightness i know but apparently apparently not yeah Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I'm looking at your list, and number nine is Everything I Do, I Do It For You by Brian Adams from 1991. Yeah. And that was also not a 
funky jam. It was from Robin Hood, though. And let me tell you how many times I've watched that movie. Ooh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yeah. So many times. So many times. It was a good one. It was a good one. It's a classic banger. Okay. And then our list from today, I'll put this in the show notes, but our list from today comes from Billboard.com charts summer songs. So that's where we're drawing from today. So, Lindsay, right. what is your garbage song of summer 2019? Okay, so I have major anxiety about this episode because um, <laughs> you often you often say things about how I am the the more <laughs> like I care the most about the music episodes, and I do care the most about the music you episodes, do, and I but always you also lose have a good them. affinity for music. Like you are the musically talented one. Among wow, us, you very you play kind. instruments and you sing. I do neither of those things. Well, thank you, yeah. thank you, thank you. Um, but I'm I have some anxiety, and my garbage choice is not helping that anxiety because <laughs> let's let's hope our people are not Billboard top one hundred people because my garbage choice is Old Town Road by uh, Lil Nas X. Yeah. Is it Lil Nas X or Lil Nas Ten? Ooh, I assumed it was X. Is it X. Roman numerals? Oof. I assumed it was X. I don't know for sure. I, I, I am, feel old whenever I, I am very I am very old right now. I'm so geriatric. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say X, but you do what you okay. want. <laughs> okay. So my garbage choice is Old Town Road by Lil Nas X featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. Mm-hmm. So originally, the song was released in December 2018 and was popular on the app TikTok. Okay. Yeah, it gets better. Little Nas <laughs> X was then signed to a record label, and in the nine months since it was first released, first released, the song has been remixed four different times, and it has, however, topped the Billboard Top 100 for a record-setting 18 consecutive weeks. Mm-hmm. The country charts, actually, there's a little bit of a scandal because Ooh. it is a... Um, it's described in, in various ways. Some call it country rap. Some call it country trap. And mm-hmm. some people call it southern hip-hop. Uh, so it doesn't really have a category or a genre, but... Country radio has refused to play the song and they do not play the video. Recently or ever? Well, I don't know. I okay. read that on Wikipedia, so I don't know what to do. <laughs> anyway, but there was apparently a controversy because yeah. country radio was like not embracing it. So interesting. Okay. Okay. Yes. So internationally, one or more versions of Old Town Road have topped the national singles charts in Australia, Canada, France, Germany, Ireland, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Norway, Switzerland, and the United Kingdom, and charted within the top 10 in various other markets. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In December of 2018, a day after the original version's release, Lil Nas X tweeted out that he wanted Billy Ray Cyrus to feature on the song. Billy Ray was told about this by his wife, and they made it happen. There's a few reasons why I think Old Town Road is garbage. First of all, it's played too much. Oh, it's played everywhere. It is everywhere. It's played everywhere. Yes. It's too much. And that is, I think, what if you look 
at like all the summer songs, that's the thing is they're just played too much. They are. Yeah. Like you get tired of them, mm-hmm. I think, more quickly during than during like the fall, winter. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know what that's about, but I'm with you. It's on constantly. Yeah. 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 So um, another reason why it's garbage is this weird mix of country and rap. It or doesn't trap. work. It doesn't. It's never been work. good. I mean, Stop hello. Trying. Can we look? Can we look at Kid Rock? Like we've tried this before, and it was not good. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hate on Kid Rock because I actually kind of like Kid Rock. But I will say, anytime where there was like a country rap hybrid, I just mm-hmm. I hate it. I hate it. It doesn't yeah. do either justice. It's so yeah. Awful. It's just cringy. It's all yeah. get out. Yes, I hate it. Yeah. Um, another reason why it's garbage is it it tells us it's garbage because four remixes in nine months. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, you know what that means? Your original ain't good. Right. They're trying to make it. They keep trying to make it better. And the one that the the it is a remix that tops the chart. It's not even the original song. It mm. is the remix okay. with Billy Ray. Yeah. So another, it's super repetitive. Yes. So the chorus is the lyrics, can't nobody tell me nothing, you can't tell me nothing, and that's about it. And last but not least, it is okay that Billy Ray Cyrus peaked with Achy Breaky Heart. We yes. do not need to try to make him relevant again. What are we doing with this? Yeah. yeah we don't. We, this? Yeah. we don't. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, it was yeah. an excellent marketing move by Lil Nas X to like put it on Twitter and be like, hey, Billy Ray, because it's enough of like a... Uh, like, why is mm-hmm. he doing this song? Let's listen to it. Like, for sure, it got buzz out. I don't yeah. think Lil Nas X would have been as successful with, like, another country music person because Billy Ray is such a deep cut and seemed like such, like, a bizarre choice yeah. that I think that's ultimately why it got so much initial airplay. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I think we can just let Billy Ray be done. I mean, his children are successful. Let's just let them right. do their thing. Let's right. just let them right. live their life and their music. As I was as I was doing research on this, some writer, I don't remember where I was reading it, was saying something about like it is we still have to see if Lil Nas X is going to be any better than the kid who was yodeling at the Walmart or something. So basically like, can you follow this up with anything that will be successful? Yeah. Let me tell you, first of all, his name is Lil Hank Williams. And how I know this <laughs> is I have a friend in my life who constantly sends me posts about him because she knows how much I hate him and hate it. So every once in a while, it'll be like, oh, so and so sent you something on Instagram. And I'm like, great. And I look in my private messages and it's a stupid story from Lil Hank Williams. And I'm just like, I hate you. Quit sending me this. I hate it. <laughs> so yeah, Lil Hank Williams is still out there apparently doing things. Yeah. I don't think it's successful. But he's uh, doing things, and I'm aware of it, thanks to my friend Alyssa. Yeah. So, great. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, this just has one hit wonder written all oh, over it. Oh, for so, sure. For sure. For sure. Um, yeah, so it's just, it's it's not a good song. It's no. not a, it's not even a fun song. No. Like, no. It's, it doesn't, it's not uplifting. No. You're, you're singing about your bladder. Like, I don't, un- I don't understand. And I know it is the number one song of the summer. It is, it is yes. the number yeah. one yeah. song. Without even looking it's at the list. It's breaking records. Yeah. Without even looking at the yeah. list. I was like, oh, for sure. That's the top one. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. It is garbage. You're right. I, I have mm. no rebuttal against that. It's a garbage song and I hate it. So. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, Lisa, that is mine. Yeah. How about you? What is your garbage choice? Yeah, yeah. It 
You know, when I was looking at the list of top 20 songs, there were none that I was like, this is obviously garbage besides yours. And then, um, but there were none that I was like, oh, this is obviously it. Like, they just all kind of hit a same note for me, which didn't mm-hmm. feel great. Um, but anyway, so the one that I ended up choosing was the one that I felt least summery and the least, like, that this song would make sense as a song of the summer. And it's Dancing with a Stranger by Sam Smith and Normani. Normani? Normani. We'll go with Normani. Normani. Okay. So that's that's my garbage. Dancing with a Stranger. Released in January 2019. It's been on the Billboard Summer Songs for 10 weeks as of this week. And also, kind of like yours, according to Billboard, the collaboration happened through a chance encounter at a recording studio. So, Ugh. yeah. So Sam Smith was there um, with a frequent collaborator. And uh, Normani happened to be in the studio next door. And then they decided to work together. So it wasn't like a Twitter shout out or whatever, but it was just kind of like, oh, hey, let's do this thing. And it just kind of naturally happened. So doesn't anyone plan anything anymore? Like, doesn't anyone be like, hey, you know what? We should contact this person's management. And Mm -hmm. because this is all the reasons why we should work together. No, No, you just chance encounter and it's never good. Apparently. It's never good. It doesn't work. So uh, musically, Mm -hmm. Dancing with a Stranger is somewhere in the disco, R&B and pop realm and it's a duet that has kind of a 1980s inspired r&b feel to it the song was written by smith norma uh normany napes and stargate so it's written by them which is great it's described as <laughs> sultry and showing off the singer's powerful vocals because they are i mean sam smith and normani have beautiful voices i will say mm. that if nothing yeah. else their voices are great um so smith typically has like a really gentle soul sound and that just doesn't scream summer to me and it does not Mm -hmm. in this instance either so um the song is about uh coping with the loss of a relationship and the loneliness and moving past that so again there's there's some emotion there but it just doesn't feel like it is a summery emotion to be happening so uh yeah, so it's a duet about a couple that's still into each other, but they don't want to admit it. That is such a tired theme. We've heard it a trillion times already. No more. Just no more. Unless you're going to give me something totally fresh, I'm not interested in it. And it's not fresh at all. It's not the right tempo or beat for a summer song. It's not like a slow ballad or a sing-along. It's somewhere in between, and so it's not really good in either camp then. It's not like this right. slow, like... Imp- like powerful thing and it's also not like a woo this is fun it's like what i don't i don't know what this is i don't like it it's also like yours repetitive and annoying despite again the gorgeous vocals of sam smith and Normani. it's it's repetitive it's like the same two choruses over and over and it's not great and it just doesn't feel summery and i don't like it so that's my garbage is Mm. dancing with a stranger by sam smith and Normani. yep don't love it 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 is not a good song for sure. You're right, I don't think it feels summery. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. I mean, I still think Old Town Road is worse. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. They're definitely they're both awful in very yeah. different ways. I will say that. At least Old yeah. Town Road feels well. No, not even. I was gonna say it's more upbeat. I don't know if that's true. I like the the mm-hmm. hook of Old Town Road a lot more than dancing with a stranger so that might be the only positive (laughs) but they're both like in the dumpster in the dumpster yeah Mm -hmm. but i do think like 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 you said both sam smith and normani have gorgeous voices they do i don't even know that you could say that about old town road there's no like gorgeousness happening no no there's really not especially when 
Billy Ray starts singing, you're like, oh, baby, no. What? No. Please don't. Please. <laughs> Billy, is... we love you. Oh, my God. We love you, but we it's miss the mullet. So and we miss their... cringe. Ugh. <laughs> so that's our garbage stuff. We've talked enough about mm-hmm. the trash. What is your gold yeah. song of the summer? The one that you like to bop to the most? Well, I have a lot of honorable mentions, and I think I would have a lot of honorable mentions of garbage too, but I didn't want to listen to them, so I just didn't even <laughs> listen to them or care about them. Okay. Um, so my favorite song of, I don't know if it was released this summer, but there is a great song out there called Summer by VHS Collection, and it's so good. And it did not, it was not on the Billboard charts, but it oh. is good. Okay. You should you should check it out. Um, my other honorable mentions from the list were Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. Yeah, I it's don't like weird, that and I like it. Mm-mm, oh, I, I like, like it a lot. It's so mumbly. I'm not into it. It's fine. It is really mumbly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of her thing. It is. Um, and you also don't like this one. I my other honorable mention is "I Don't Care" by Ed Sheeran and nope. Justin Bieber. I know nope. you don't like it, but nope. um, it's fine. I do. And then <laughs> if I can't have you by Shawnee Mendes, I do love some Shawnee Mendes. Um, yes. So that brings me to my gold choice. And yeah. this, again, I, I controversial. I feel a little ang- I feel a little anxious even saying it. But okay, my gold choice is "Sucker" by Jonas Ooh, Brothers. Yeah, that's a good one. So the song was released on March first, two thousand nineteen, and it is mm-hmm. the Jonas Brothers' first single together in six years. The Yay! song was co-written by the brothers with. Louis Bell and Ryan Tedder and Frank Dukes. If you are wondering, Ryan Tedder is the lead singer of One Republic and he's written every song <gasps> that is successful on radio. <laughs> like he writes every song. He wrote he wrote um he wrote Beyonce's Halo. He writes uh, everything. I love like it. he writes everything. He's incredible. So yes. um Sucker became the Jonas Brothers' first number one song and the first number one by a boy band. On the Billboard charts since 2003. Yes. Um, so there's a few reasons why I think this song is gold. Uh, there's something just incredibly nostalgic for people of a certain age and demographic for yes. the Jonas Brothers to be back. Yes. It's a huge deal. So big. It the is. biggest deal. Yeah. It is. Uh-huh. That we we love that they're back. Yeah. And they are they are better. They are better than they were before they, they really stopped. Are man yeah they've they've like branched out a little bit musically they've you know settled down a little bit like they oh they it is good that album yeah. is have you listened to the album i have not no i've only oh. heard the the radio hits it is it is good good stuff Yay. so i have like five songs on it i love i love um it. so the other reason why sucker is my gold choice it's just a fun sounding song and it's yes. poppy but it is for sure a funky jam mm-hmm. like it's just got some really interesting stuff in it and it does they they play up the difference between nick and joe's voices really yeah well in a way uh-huh. that they hadn't before apparently portugal the man thinks that this song sounds similar to one of their songs um, but okay i will say i think it sounds different than things that are really charting on the radio like it's got just a different it does it sound does. Mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. yeah Another reason, it's a fantastic sing-along song, especially so in the good. car. It is so good. it is repetitive, but not like annoyingly repetitive. Repetitive enough that you can like sing along with it. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, so you're not like, oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. You, you can jump yeah. right into the song. And there's like a good yep. vocal range that you can like follow as you're singing along. Yeah. And that's fun. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. And then on the second pre-chorus, there's like a hand clap part. Yes. So fun. So fun. Hand claps. Hand claps and drum lines are like yes. Lisa catnip. I cannot mm-hmm. get enough of them in songs. Yeah. Ever, 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 ever. I love it. Yeah. Um, so like I said, the it's it's an interesting song. The lyrics are like slightly complex and yet not like above your head and right. repetitive enough to sing along to. Um, so here's some of the lyrics. Here's some of my favorite lyrics is I've been dancing on top of cars and stumbling out of bars. I follow you through the dark. Can't get enough. Yes. You're the medicine and the pain that tattoo inside my brain. And baby, you know, it's obvious. And then in the chorus, good old Joe Jonas sings. I'm a sucker for all the subliminal things. Hello. How many songs of summer have subliminal in them. <laughs> yeah. No one knows about you. And you're making the typical me break my typical rules. I love it. It's good. It like, is good. Again, it's a good there's cadence. Some lyrical it's a good cadence complexity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it's got like a weird kind of cadence. It's not mm-hmm. straightforward. Yeah. I do I really like it? It's so yeah. good. While I'm doing my hand claps. I love I'm it. I'm singing along. I love yeah. it. What it was is nice? total summer. It's so summer. And I love that that was the song that they came back with because I think that was a really mm-hmm. smart choice because it is like, I'm a sucker for you because it's like, that's how you feel as a listener if you're a fan of the Jonas Brothers. That's how you feel about the yeah. Jonas Brothers. So it's like meta. Absolutely. But then it's also like them talking about because they're all married now. So like their relationships and stuff. And like people know that because the Jonas Brothers are still very much in the spotlight. So it's just very like, right. it's relatable because you know enough about them and you also yeah. are invested in them still. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I saw an interview with Ryan Tedder. I think Ryan Tedder was talking about it. And he's like, we worked really hard to take what Nick had done in his solo project. And what I was Joe about to talk about DNC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like kind of melded it together. Yeah. So it's got these like different yes. influences. And it sounds like both of them. It does. But it yet it sounds totally Jonas does. Brothers. It totally does. I hadn't yeah. thought about that until right before you said that was... Because they were both active in the music scene doing their own stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think that helped them really keep a pulse mm-hmm. on like what is, you know, going to be hits and what sounds good and what people want and whatever. So it didn't feel dated. It felt no ready. We were ready for it. And it was amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. All right. So that was my gold. Lisa, uh, I want to hear what is your gold. Yeah. 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 Well, I have an honorable mention to Sunflower by Post Malone because I will forever mm-hmm. associate it with Spider-Man into the... And multiverse and I love that movie I love the song I love all the things that are into that so anyway that is definitely a shout out for me um but my gold the number one song of summer for me is truth hurts by Lizzo hmm. I love Lizzo so much <laughs> so much I cannot even express to you accurately how many times I've listened to her third album because I love you and there's like it's not even that many songs I think there's like nine or ten songs on it back to truth hurts yeah. and it came out in September 2017 but it didn't hit popularity until after her album because I love you went big and so truth hurts is now on the top songs of the summer and I got a little bit of background on the song and what it means and all that from an article from Oprah magazine And it says, I think Lizzo, especially with all the stuff that's coming out, is so much about self-love and empowerment and being a woman and being comfortable in your own skin and comfortable being the baddest bee you can be. And then um, in the 
music video, which is wonderful also, all three of the women are on different journeys in that. So she kind of has different ways mm-hmm. to embrace your empowerment and your feminism and all of that. It's fantastic. And then Lizzo also wants to remind the listener that they are beautiful, they are strong, they have power, they are worthy, and they don't need a man to affirm that belief, all while encouraging them to dance until it hurts. So it's a super fun song. It's super feel good. It's super empowering. And she has so many creative like wordplay in it because she's a great rapper. She has amazing vocals. She's an amazing lyricist. But ultimately, this is also from the article, Lizzo is for the people, all of the people, even you side chicks. So I appreciate that. <laughs> nice yes so why truth hurts is gold it's so fun to listen to and it's so fun to sing along to and it's so fun to dance to but it's also super empowering Lizzo as a artist is crazy empowering I love it she admits her flaws and celebrates her strength so it's not even about her just saying how great she is the whole time because she talks about in Truth Hurts and in other songs, she talks about like things that she does that she shouldn't have done. And then she talks about how she's grown from that. And it's super wonderful. The loop in Truth Hurts is so addictive and it's super chill. It's like the best hybrid of pop and trap. Like, And I love those genres. And it's just so good. And ultimately, the song, if you want to boil it down to like a kernel, it's about boy problems. But it's so much more than that. So it's a theme that a lot of us can relate to. And that seems to be kind of a summary thing is something emotional we can relate to. And you want to listen to it over and over and over again until you can memorize like her lyrics and blast it along with her. And the line of the summer, I have to edit it a little bit, but this is the line that is my favorite from the song. And it's been memed a lot lately and I'm here for it. She says, I just took a DNA test. Turns I'm 100% that B. And it's wonderful. (laughs) She's empowering. She's charismatic. It's got a super delightful hook. I love everything about Lizzo. I love everything about the song. Truth Hurts is my song of the summer. For sure. For sure. Mm -hmm. I love the message of Lizzo. I don't think I like her music. I don't have anything to say about that. Are you still there? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I, I just I, yeah I don't I don't know oh my god maybe I need to give it another chance but I like I love what she stands for and yeah. I love the things that but I'm just a little like mm, okay it's not your, about it it's not your style she's very <sighs> assertive in it she's a very assertive and confident and in your face about what she's doing right Which, and I, I don't have a problem with that okay. I don't like the style of music she does okay like to me, they don't seem like super, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I just I'm just I can't. I don't. Yeah. I don't connect to it. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And and like and nothing against Lizzo. I just like yeah. I'm like oh okay right. that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love it. I can't get enough Lizzo. I cannot get mm. enough Lizzo. And she's on the radio all the time, which I love. And she's very. She's been highlighted a lot, I guess, in social media and very public, especially with her like her body positivity and all that stuff. And I'm super about that life. And she's just, she's wonderful. And I just sincerely love her music. So yeah, that's my goal of the summer. Mm -hmm. All right, Lindsay. So hit us with the recap and tell our listeners how they can vote for us. 
You can go and vote for our garbage options. My garbage option of Old Town Road or Lisa's garbage option of Dancing with a Stranger using the hashtags Lindsay Garbage or Lisa Garbage. And you can vote for our gold options, my gold option of Sucker and Lisa's gold option of Truth Hurts using hashtag Lindsay Gold or hashtag Lisa Gold on our Instagram and Twitter accounts at Garbage Gold Pod. Yeah, please do that because we love to hear what you guys think and we like chatting with you about your choices and tell us your songs of the summer and ones that we missed out on and get up in our feeds and just tell us all your feels. So we will share our poll results and our favorite listener comments and our favorite listener songs on our next episode. And if you haven't done so already, it would be really great if you could go to iTunes or wherever it is you listen to us every week and rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. We would really appreciate that. And then when you're done rating and reviewing, just go ahead and screenshot how amazing you say we are in those reviews and send that to your friends to make sure that they are listening in. Because who doesn't love a friend recommendation? Seriously, you can take that to the bank. I only ever do anything that my friends recommend. (laughs) So make sure you recommend (laughs) this podcast if you like it. Yeah. And then you can join us next week. You and your friend make it appointment listening. Bring your friend along. It'll be a date. uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) As we deliberate the garbage and gold of school supplies. We are really like going hard into summer is over. Yeah, we're (laughs) done. Bye, summer. Bye. Bye. I'm ready for fall. Oh my God. I'm so ready for fall. Oh my God. I'm ready to wear a sweater, my friends. Ready for sweaters. Sweater weather. Come at me. Yes. Super excited for school supplies, though, because my God, I love a school supply. Still, to this day, I'm not in school. I know. I haven't been in school for a very long time. I really love school supplies. True. I love office supply stores. I love everything about that life. Oh, I'm, I'm a so sucker for like stationery and paper yes. and post-its and oh I'm yes. a sucker for him. Yes. I would even sing a Jonas Brothers song about him. <laughs> That's you can just tie that right how in. How much I love him. <laughs> yeah. There we go. I'm ready for some supplies. I'm so ready. Very so ready. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.